Everybody get a fake point for successfully getting through that. Shifts of damage are gone. Well, yeah, I mean, that's you right. have successfully healed. Uh, everybody's received a fate point uh, that you can either use to hold on to or you can translate it into your uh, stunts if you want to at this moment because you successfully beaten a large boss and closed out a scene. I don't get two. I'm sorry, fate actually bumped up. <laughs> your fate bumped up, so you can either use that to create an aspect or a Stunt for yourself, uh, or give yourself some sort of armament since you're sitting there with Forge right now. Yeah. Uh, he can pretty much invent you anything you want to have within reason. Uh, just write it by me and I'll let you know. And Is this just one point? It's one, but it can count as one full stunt for you. No. So, so we refresh oh, we can't, and we can't have, on top of it? Sorry, I was thinking of approaches, like a point into approaches. Uh, no, no, not right I now. mean, well, technically we could write an approach because it's still both. Or at least I don't know about them. I still have two open slots since we had the first mission. Yeah. No, I was just thinking of I'll take one of yeah, my yeah, points. Fill in our aspects and you can just that. Oh yeah, you need to get that. You can you can use the crystal to make a stunt. You can each add one to your approaches. Oh, we do add one. You can add one to your approaches right now and either use that as a saved um, fate point. Or you can translate it into a stunt as well if you need to. So we have all of No, just one. Oh, just you get one point to dole out however you see fit on whichever one. Just because most of my stuff is force, so why right. don't I use force? That seems to make sense to me. You definitely showed force. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you want to, you can use this to make yourself stunt. Oh. Yeah. Or hold on to it. So that one approach point is just your freebie for completing a scene. Okay. okay. And then this is also your reward for either keeping it or turning it into a stone. Okay. Like an additional power or object that you can use to damage other people. Mm -hmm. Or defend yourself. Could be armor, could be jet boots, could be a gun. Okay, and I picked up the ice barrier. Alright, so give me your 
Ice barrier, plus two on armor defense, anybody that's near you. Yeah, yeah. Allies and so that's the way I'll yeah. find it. Right. So now I do a minimum of three to inch, right? Plus shifts. Correct. Good. I'm trying to think of another. Uh, you can also level up one of your stunts that you've got. If you want to try and do a long distance force push, like you were trying to use earlier, but yeah. it was so hard for you. Yeah. You can say long range. Push or pull. Push or pull. So put long range, push or pull, as long as they're within, uh, let's say, zone. As long as they're within your zone. The direct field of battle. <coughs> and give that a plus two weapon status. sitting here, he's talking with y'all as y'all are basically like mutating in front of him, developing powers. And they were waiting on Jewel to come back, who was off doing a telecom to Lord Magnus himself, who she has a direct link to, thanks to the Latverian satellite boost. Uh, so. Well, I came back after I went to Yeah, yeah you, you took a quick bath. You were chilling. Oh, breather. Yeah. What was the, the back time, What was the time frame he said it'd take him to have a not only just, so just go ahead and open up the field communicate right now. I'll, okay. I'll board man this for you. Alright. My lord. Speak, Jewel. How goes it? The mission was a success. Describe success. Did you destroy the facility? Facility is destroyed? Special tidbit for you, my lord. We have a location on Stark with an opportunity to strike. Stark? You know what to do, Jewel. You I take the head off the serpent right now. I figured that's what you wanted me to do, my lord. You finished the job I never completed when I lodged that shrapnel in his heart. <clears throat> Will do, my lord. We do need a Transport back? Um, at least a hundred. I don't know about the I thought there were five hundred at this facility. I was only able to guarantee a hundred. Alright. Acceptable losses. This is war. <coughs> well, I will send. Like I said, my lord, I took out a prime, an Ultron prime that was guarding the facility. You personally took down a prime? My yes. You've advanced farther than I thought you were capable of, Jewel. Very well done. I'll make sure there's a Medal of Honor waiting for you in return. I will send Agent Dark home with one of our fastest cargo ships to ensure they're back. Make sure you meet her in on the East Coast, Southern East Coast. Will do, my lord. But your primary mission is to take down Stark. I will have the refugees meet you there and as soon as I have the location of Stark, you can go from there and meet us there. Telecom when you successfully kill Stark. Yes, my lord. In communication. Mm -hmm. 
He hangs up. He's real rough like that. Like your harshness, chill. He's binging on Netflix right now. <laughs> he is five episodes deep in the new season. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever show he's watching. He's been watching that mutant show. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a uh, mutant life. Where are they now? No, no, no. It, it starts biography because he's got a little love-hate relationship with it. You go on there. Alright, so, uh... It's, a, it's right at the part where, you know, it explains Magneto's uh, shrapnel that he left. He just doesn't want to miss that part as he gets uh, to the basket. I want you to go ahead and finish the job, make sure it's stabbed him all the way to the heart, right? Oh, yeah. Alright, so as you're walking back in, Forge has successfully connected this Ultron unit up to his processing computer. He's triangulated the exact location of the Spear Central Command in New York City. Manhattan to be specific. So, I have what I would consider a very fast skimmer. Uh, it's a flight module that I've created. It can also land on water, and it has a stealth mode, so you can secretly approach this base. Now, one thing you need to understand is that the battery units I have rigged together are off of all I have left. It may need extra juice at certain points in time to keep it running. So you will have to make decisions on speed or stealth. Now, does it run on electricity? Does that make a little spark through my, my fingers or between them? That is exactly what it runs on, yes. It's, it is, it's electric. It's, it's oh, electric. Yes. I can help fuel it. Uh, no more fossil fuels around here. It's all electric. It is my smart plane. I give you air high five. I'm going to take that air high five and maintain my distance. You creep me out a little bit. <laughs> Lord Magnus says he will be sending a craft to pick up the refugees and any others that wish to go to Avalon. I will lead all of our refugees personally. We can shut down this facility and move to Avalon now. Did he say specifically who he's sending? I forgot the name. What was the name? Agent Darkhold. Agent Darkhold. Raven? You mean Mystique? He's sending her personally? Why, well, she is the only one above me. He likes to keep his mm. strong women around him normally. Questionable choices, but we'll have to do what we have to do. Where am I supposed to take everyone? The rendezvous on the southeast coast. We'll start heading towards Florida, but you have to head to New York City immediately if you want to get there before the signal relay allows Stark to know you're coming. Well, that was the point. Now when you do uh, rendezvous up with uh, Darko, you will have to tell her the coordinates of where we are. She'll get there soon enough. I'll keep the coordinates on hand, literally. <laughs> Sounds good. Just don't lose your hands. You don't lose your head. It's firmly attached. Hydro, I expect that you'll keep this mission together and force back him up if he needs it. This showboat may get you in trouble, but I think you have the ability to get this done. But you need to be extremely ready to finish the job. Do not hold back. We won't let you do it. Roger that. Put that out. So y'all go ahead and hop into the uh, smart skimmer. Uh, basically a modified Quinjet, 
and uh, start rocking towards New York City. Um, and as you are closing in, basically, you're just going to see spires of buildings and technology. It's almost like a living AI city in and of itself, moving and living as an entity. Um, but you can rest easy in the fact that you're still operating in stealth mode. They can't see you basically uh, invisible to the eye, which you probably used to force. Um, but as you close in on the city, you notice that there's this large tower that basically has all caps letters SPEAR written right on the side of it. It is not hiding from you. It is just blatant, smacking you in the face. Somebody is very proud of what they've done. What's the chances that's a decoy? Oh, and by the way, sorry to let y'all know, but I think you have a stowaway on your ship. Shift. <laughs> hey, yo, everybody, where we at? Where we at? Oh, man, we in New York City. I always wanted to see this, and I get to come with you, Force. I knew you'd want to take me. Uh, sounds like somebody called in a favor. Well, at least you didn't use it to see your boobs. Oh man, I didn't even think of that. Please do not give ideas to the child. A right. child is only a matter of perception, baby. But have you seen anything? I actually did want to tell y'all something because earlier I was doing that thing, you know, where my eyes start glowing all red and stuff, and I started seeing some stuff, and it was weird. All right, so let me break it down for you real quick, like. Thought I saw Stark. Like he had this like mustache looking thing going on and he was off GQ, right? Mm -hmm. But then I saw him and this other dude in this like red armor with this helmet and they were like going at it. They were like angry at each other and they were fighting and all of a sudden it was like the armor that dude was wearing it ripped apart and then it was like swollen around him in a tornado shrapnel and then one of those pieces like lied inside of him and the other guy was laughing like I mean you know like that super villain kind of thing where he's like putting his hands together and giggling and stuff <laughs> totally and just enjoying ripping this dude apart and then all I could get was like it's like he's not even all the way a man anymore did it seem like is all you can do is I don't the know past. if it was the past or the future. I just know it happened. It was real. I interject and say, it's all you can see the past. I see because realities. That, that is how Lord Magnus and Stark had their little feud. Well, however many years ago. Well, I see different realities. I see the past. I see the future. I see one reality where you ate too many Twinkies. Or Inkies, as we like to call them. I don't know why they call them Twinkies in this other reality, because Inkies be good. Does he realize that, that she's um, <laughs> He's just a kid. He just tells you what he sees. You disrespect a little twat. PG-13. PG-13. I'm eight years old. Edit that out. Edit that out. You disrespectful little slime. Slime. Yeah, okay. I am slick. 
So as y'all are closing in, you have a little bit more of a knowledge of what it is that this guy's dealing with, which yeah. is that you're going up against. You're going up against extreme hate and resentment for a situation. This guy built an entire empire based on this one incident of complete humiliation and pain. Not to mention, at the time, he was at least capable of standing up to more power. Yeah. And you also have a slight hint into who it is that you're trying to run to. Somebody who's extremely intent on hurting people and enjoys it. Yeah. And his top trained facilitator is with you. Probably learn a few things from that person. As y'all close in, set the skimmer to hover mode right outside this, this uh, tower. Sure. Uh, basically, you're going to receive a blueprint digimap that's going to come up on your console. It's going to let you know there are several modes of entry. However, you need to override the outside sensors on this building with a kilowatt. So you need an extreme style, flashy kilowatt charge to override the sensors so that you can enter unnoticed. Uh, we'll do that. What are the uh, uh, positions of access? There is a barrier door actually at the top of the facility. Might help you skip all of the other levels of entry. Might help you evade some of the additional security protocols. Or <coughs> there is the low level front door. So just those two? Uh-huh. Well, I guess we're taking the top. Shift, I really think you should stay here since you don't have any actual powers that can help us. Well, yo, man, that's true. I guess I'll stay with the ship, yo. Shift is in the ship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I got this. I got this. I'll help y'all. Don't worry. You protect the ship and let us know if something happens out here. I'll operate this comm right here. Y'all take each one of these earbud units so I can talk to you if I need to and let you know if I see anything. Well, yeah. I'll keep you on speed dial, baby. Oh my God. <clears throat> Jules picks up the earpiece and, earpiece and looks at it like old tech because she's used to uh, telepaths in, in the field of battle. We don't have any of those right now, though. I know. That's why she, she looks at it with a, with a little bit of disdain. Because more than likely, hers is going to short out before you know it. You're not, you're not up in the, the fancy pants army right now. You're with the resistance. Well, just All do right. your best. So do your best. Try to make a kilowatt charge that can overpower this barrier sensor. All right, that's what I will do. Come flashy. So basically, facilitating your charge through uh, you get the, the, the lower bay of the, the skimmer opens up. You stick yourself out there and you just shoot a charge right at the side of this building, right onto the sensor. Fries it out and almost opens the door all the way. And it just stops like halfway. It gives y'all enough room to enter the facility. Uh, you just have to either jump really far or maneuver with your powers. So everybody go ahead and roll for careful and see if you can make it into this door. You need to use a careful. Damn it. Oh. I'm not using my electromagnetic That's not good. Okay, so you're at minus two. Mm. 
zero. I'm also in zero. Zero. Okay, so basically, y'all all jump out the bottom of this ship, aiming towards the door, uh, but then you notice that you have completely misjudged your land, and you're all hanging on the side of the door, dangling openly into the gravity and wind, but trying your best to maintain your grip on the outside of the door. Uh, so somebody think fast on your feet and get everybody inside. I'm going to use my uh, metal disc to first lift me up and then use it to get everyone else up. Okay, so go ahead and roll uh, quick to quickly get yourself in with metal disc. Alright, that's a four. Four. You basically just boost yourself right in through the door. Uh, does anybody else want to try anything? Um, okay. um, I'm going to try to use like my force Push. Uh -huh. Push myself. Up and in. Okay. Yeah. Try that. With a two. So plus three. You basically just rock it right in behind Jewel. You're, you're in. You're just like doing a little tuck and roll and back on your feet ready to punch somebody in the face. <laughs> I make a couple of wedges out of ice sticking out of the side of the building. Alright. I'm just going to step up in. Do it for quick. Two. Okay, so basically you just uh, you form some spikes of ice, you shove them into the side of the building, and you use them to lift yourself up and inside. A little bit of a struggle, but you're winded, and these two are just standing there waiting for you, looking at their watches. <laughs> yeah. Men always take it the hard way. Tisk. So you are successfully inside the side bay. You're looking around, there's just uh, lights flashing all around, there seems to be illuminated paths. Uh, one of the paths in particular seems to light up green and heads down a corridor. The other one lights up red and heads down the opposite corridor. Which way will you go? I think Stark is full of himself and I'm full of Stark too. Let's go green. So two for green, you want to follow them? Let's go with green. So everybody's going to go on the green path. Alright, so you follow the corridor down the green path until you come to a door that illuminates and it's bright green letters that says research and development. Mm -hmm. Now, right outside that door is an electric panel. So you need to fry this or freeze this or force it open. Y'all need to figure out how y'all want to enter. Do you want to be quick and sneaky? Do you want to be loud and flashy? Uh, sneaky. We should do sneaky. Yeah. I'll let them do it. All right, so they want to be sneaky. All right, see if you can freeze the panel as she forces it open. Yeah. So, sneaky. Roll for a clever and roll for a forceful. Four. Okay, so the panel freezes up. All the sensors seem to know and board themselves, don't know how to operate anymore. And what do we have? Three. Three. So you have to put forth a little bit of effort. You basically hold your hands up and split them apart as this, this door panel starts to shift with you and opens itself up. And inside the room, you see that there's just a bunch of computers and some robotic arms and everything. But just a small guy sitting in the corner staring directly into a computer screen. He's so absorbed within his work, he doesn't even notice that you're there. Hmm. Um, yeah. I want to turn on the invisibility for all three of us. 
right, go ahead. Throw up for, um, say, sneaky. So, two, you're all invisible. Basically maneuvering into the room, try not to move too much. He may hear you, but he cannot see you. So you all see him stand up. He's moving back and forth. He's got a lab coat on, like a white lab coat, large glasses. Kind of seems to be a small, wiry, framed fella. Mm -hmm. uh, but he is moving back and forth, working on certain devices. And one of them is sitting right there. It seems to be a chest rig with a glowing green uh, um, power source right in the middle of it. Try and figure out what he's working on, yeah. evade the room, or directly attack him. He's just a little scientist. Stark is not in here. He is our target. Mm. Your mission is Stark. If we have to, we can come back and you know, grab whatever. Uh, can I try and see what the guy's working on before we leave? You all three have to stay close to her, so if you want to see she has some maneuvering with you, you all just have to be quick and quiet. So go ahead and roll for sneaky. Everybody roll for sneaky. Y'all uh, better pray on my dice here. Oh, one. I got a one. I got a two. Okay, so you have to move very slowly as you maneuver closer to him. You're the closest because you got a two, so you're just kind of like sticking your head out and trying to stay within her invisible, invisible barrier. And you're looking really close at this, this device. It's got like an atomic symbol on it. And it seems to almost emanate, you can feel it, like heat, raw power just emanating off of this device right there, this rig that he's built. And he seems to be completely exposed to it, moving back and forth doing different calculations on his computer while he tweaks this device. Do we see any uh, like alert buttons that are close proximity to him that he could push? It seems like there is a red button on the wall right in front of him that he could reach out and press if he needed to. Um, However, it doesn't label what the red button's for. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's see him here first. No, I'm motioning. We need to I'm going to say you can all see each other inside the invisible barrier so you can see because him. Because it's what's bending the light so that other people can't see Right, us. right. So you can see each other. He's saying y'all need to move out. He's being pretty forceful. About I mean, it. I can leave with you, but if he <laughs> wants to stay, I'm not, not staying. It's up to you, Jewel. What do you want to do? I don't think we want any of Stark's tech around or available. This guy doesn't seem like he cares that it's radiating energy. He's not a normal human. <laughs> I'm thinking super mutant of some sort. That seems highly unlikely since Stark hates all of us. Yeah. As he turns, you do notice that he does have a name tag on his white lab jacket if you want to try and get in closer to read it. 
Would we know Bruce Banner's name? <laughs> you may have heard of a man named Dr. Banner who works for Stark, who works in development. As a uh, so what, that, would be, that would be a, a clever or a quick to try to take a quick glance at it. Mm -hmm. Six? Yeah. It definitely says Dr. Banner right there in plain view on his lab jacket. <laughs> yeah, we really need jokes. Okay. okay. <laughs> so everybody agrees to exit the room? Yes. I don't think we'll like it when he's angry. <laughs> Alright, or hungry. So everybody moves out of the room as he turns around and says, Did I leave? The door open again? I don't think Tony will be very happy with me if I left the door open again. I really should close these things. I can't remember exactly what I was doing. Hold on. I have to close the door and get back to work. He runs up, hits a button, door closes right behind y'all as y'all exit the room. Okay. <laughs> so, you're back on the green path, which you remember led back to a red path. Yes. Which you choose. Maybe we should try the red path. Alright, so go back down the red path which leads you down to a large door that says Facility Director, right above it. Yeah. There is another electronic panel and same sliding door system. So if you want to try and use your same maneuver again or be loud and forceful, you know who's in there, if you'll, they're in there. Show gestures to them to now we can try to get the upper hand on the start first. Shit. Sorry. So what do we got? A three and two. two. Okay, so he goes to freeze the panel, which then starts to beep, make noises as he's freezing it. So you can see the ice moving across it, but it's starting to make these beeping noises as you're trying to force these doors open and they're creaking and forcing themselves against you. And that's when you notice that the alarm starts to sound out in the hallway, light flashing around. So we go flashing now. Your turn. Bada boom. Bada boom. Nope. 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 <laughs> Two on the flashy. Two on flashy. Basically shoots a huge electric charge at the door and it makes a loud flash. Uh, the door's still closed, but basically whoever's in there has decided to see what the hell's going on outside their door and opens the door impromptu as you move into a dark room. <laughs> Thank you, we were trying to open that for hours. <laughs> so as you move into a dark room, you see a shadowed individual sitting behind a large desk, and you see uh, one glowing red eye staring back at you. Oh God, is it cable? One glowing red eye staring right at you. Cyborg. Can I block? Cyborg's from a different universe. I'm sorry. Can I roll off of my clever for resistance fighter knowledge? See if I would know. Well, I don't might think be. it's going to help you see this person right now. What you basically know is that they have a cybernetic eye. Yeah. Uh, they're sitting there, they're staring right at you. So you might want to what light up your area. Possibly, possibly might know, since you know maybe don't start. Maybe once you can see them, you might want to light up the area. 
Hang on the wall and give the whole room power. Alright, so basically you're running a surge, running through clever. Alright, so two. So basically lights begin to flicker on and off. And before you you see this what maybe once used to be a man, uh, he's got a pencil thin mustache, most of his face is rebuilt and constructed with robotics, black and gold armor covering his entire body. As he leans forward and says, and who might you think you are to come into my facility? Bingo. It's not that far. That's um, Tony? That's Director Stark to you, you scum. Hey. Wow. You have any idea what kind of trouble you're all in right now? After all the things I go through to ensure your people's safety. Safety? Ah! That's a laugh, Stark. You're safe and secure in every facility I've built directly to help take care of you in this country. America is the safest, greatest country in the world yet again. You starve us and kill us just because you don't like us. And dampen our powers? Are you nuts? Your powers are direct Nazis result. Nazis Nazis. They always throw that word around. As soon as you don't like somebody and you want to attack them, you yell Nazi and we're supposed to roll over and die, right? No. Your actions justify that. Have you checked on your prison guards lately? I have received a signal. I was expecting you. And since I was expecting you, he switches on something on his desk. You notice that he's behind a force barrier and the rest of the balloon room fully lights up and you see three individuals surrounding you. Mm -hmm. One of them in a complete black uniform with red streak designs and multiple eyes on a full ski mask coverage. One of them in the corner with a hood covering their head growling at you audibly. You notice that they are growling at you. And one standing tall in a complete suit of armor Basically, real lightweight seems to be fast maneuverable black armor with a red star. I am going to continue trying to talk to him and ask because your guard told us that he had reasoned that the only way to guard mutants was to destroy them. And you expect me to believe you? I was there when he said it. And I'm just supposed to buy that. Where's your evidence? Check the playback. Check the playback. You think that I would know about the playback? Somebody destroyed the unit's receptors before I was able to see anything. Well, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? I mean, it sounds like one of your faults, exactly. You don't know that. He takes a sip out of the small scotch glass. Ah, that's the good burn. Now, if you all want to get out of this live, you give me information on Magnus right now. No, I think we'll pass. Spirit Special Ops team, take him down. You notice that the one in the complete black uniform with red streaking designs holds his hands up and shoots out at you what seem to be webbing. As you all bind it together by this webbing, the one growling inches closer to you, 
and slowly these metal slivers seem to emerge from his fists, three on each hand, bleeding onto the ground as he pops these blades out from his hand. The third stands solemnly in the corner. Is that the one growling? No, the one growling has the blades. Oh, okay. Using mutants as your attack dogs, I see. He was one of the first, and one of the first to join for the right cause. What BS cause is that? The cause to save your people from doing so much damage by following Magnus that they eliminate themselves from this playing field because they know that they present such a threat that we must react. <laughs> Lord Magnus just wants all us mutants together in our own continent. That's it. If you speak of Magnus as a peaceful creature one more time, I'll crush you myself. Well, you dirty rotten no goods, SOB. Who do you think he Who do you think I'm on teamed with? Oh, I know one, exactly who you are. The God, one who left and intel all of that you. metal inside you. He hits another button. The desk begins to shift and transform in front of you as it begins to cover in a, and encapsulate him in a large armored form until right in front of you, you see something that almost resembles a giant bulking figure with flashing red and gold and lights lighting up all over him. And he stands in front of you, towering over you, and says, Why don't you try? You and me one-on-one. -on -one. All right, you're going one-on-one -on -one with the Iron Guardian. You mean the Iron Pup? Your move. I mean, just against Iron Man, I mean, you guys can have the Titan Dogs. I mean, come on. So, as you're both webbed up, you notice that the one with the blades is starting to run full force at you. He is in full attack mode. Force field. Okay, so go ahead and throw up a forceful force field. I mean, uh... So she throws up a three force field. Do you want to try and help her out at all, Hydro? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and use my ice barrier. It'll give us plus two to armor. Alright, roll for. Clever. Okay. Ooh, pretty good. That's a, you know, so you got eight style. double. So basically, Force and Hydro are now encapsulated in this huge ice barrier igloo type thing. It's just this solid ice dome in the middle of the room as the feral mutant just starts slicing away at the outside, trying to take chunks of ice off of it, but he can't seem to get inside as he and the black-suited figure start to try and pound on this igloo. The Iron Guardian steps with a thunderous foot towards you and says... Go ahead. Take your first shot. Sounds a little disrespectful. Demand <laughs> respect for them. Oh, good. I will. Because I'm going to definitely use it for my status armor. Well, if you have one, might as well done my own. And so you'll see a, a slight purple shimmer on her as she'll then crack her electro whip uh, going for. I want to say his left, his left 
elbow here to kind of short circuit the rest of okay. it. Okay, roll for a flashy. Alright, so as your whip maneuvers towards him, he reaches his arm out and grabs a hold of the whip, ripping you up and launching you towards the wall, but with your static armor on, you take no damage, however, you are buried deep in the wall. <laughs> you have noticed that this man has just left you on your ass. You are inside the barrier. You can hear the growling. You can see that there's somebody outside trying to chunk away at it. Where the guy is, it's slashing away at it. Uh -huh. I'm going to shove a spike out from the dome. Okay, so you want to use that as an application of your ice armor? Yes. Okay, so roll for quick. Try and surprise me. Two. Uh, so basically, this ice shard starts to grow out very fast towards the, the feral beast, and he just slashes it and breaks it off. Okay. And um, continues away of trying to get inside the igloo. As the other one seems to be squatted on top of the igloo, just pounding down on it. I try. My abilities reach outside the don't. You can force out, yeah. Okay. Um, you want to try a force push? No, I want to do like a, another like fist punch like I did for Instagram. Like pushing the one off of it into the ceiling. Okay, okay, so roll for forceful. Uh, so you're at a two? Yeah. Okay, so basically, <coughs> as this sleek suited uh, arachnid is on top of the uh, igloo, beating down on it, cracking it. He all of a sudden just catches one right to the gut, this almost bowling ball sized force. Just hits him in the gut, launching him up towards the ceiling. Uh, he's a little off his wits, but he has clung to the ceiling, looking back down at the igloo. As the feral beast is still trunking away at the igloo, you hear a voice commanding, Hound, Arachnus, coordinate your assaults. Um, are they both to where I could hit them with the same cone? Off the uh, this one's on the ceiling. It's about to swing around down, and they're going to try and hit the exact same spot on your barrier at the same time. I'm going to try to basically wait until they're both in front of it, uh -huh. and then hit them both with steam breath. So as this one is swinging down in its full arc, you're going to try and roll a... I'm going to say that's clever. Okay. Roll for clever. That is six. So a six clever. Um, Basically, as he's swinging in, the steam vent opens up on the igloo and blows out at both of them. Uh, succeeds with style is it looks burned. But it did you? Uh, six, whatever the DC was. 
So you succeed with style. Basically, the, the hound is sitting right in front of you, and his skin just starts to peel and melt off as he howls. And the other one is launched back completely into the other side of the room, um, this time on his butt. He didn't, he didn't manage to recover from that one as quickly. Uh, try yeah. to form a uh, hammer, like a, with my force, and, um, isn't there a third one? There is, he's standing there still commanding just, those. Okay. You want to try and attack the commander? Watch it. Yeah. So basically, the commander's standing there, and this force just starts to form in front of him, but he seems to pick up on it. He seems to notice that there's some sort of change in the air pressure in front of him, and as it slams down, you see him do this amazing maneuver, flipping out of the way, but the ground is collapsing beneath him. But he's back on his feet. He seems to be far more agile than the, even the one that is small and spider-like. You're still on your butt inside a wall. What do you do? I hop out of the wall, and um, I grab my metal disc, and I jump on it, and I use it to help myself uh, maneuver around to his back so I can electro-whip his spine to hopefully shut down something. Roll for quick. Alright, I'm going to use the plus two for my disc, so it's a four. So it's four? Basically, as you start to maneuver behind him, he laughs heartily, and he says, you think I didn't learn anything from your master? As this emanating pulse comes from his hand, and the metal disc that you're on sends you flying back into the wall where you started from. <laughs> it worked against you. He seems to master magnetism. Force can't help but laugh. Okay, so... That just uh, means the disc goes. That one go. The howling mutant... The hound, I mean, he is pissed that you have hurt him. He's almost flown into a rage. And you notice that the blades are starting to penetrate your igloo that you've created. It is going to collapse very soon. Okay. Well, we need to stop that. Uh. He's almost biting, growling, snapping at you from the outside threatening the things that he will do when he disembowels you. I decided to help him with force, whatever he needs. Okay, so you're going to apply force to whatever his move is. Yes. I'm shoving another spike center mass. Okay. Hoping that he's not paying attention. Rolling it on. If he's not paying attention, he's sneaky. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and activate the firm. Plus her two, you're at a six assault right now. And the uh, spike gets plus one for weapon. Uh, if we're applying it like armor, yeah, but you cannot use the armor again. Right. Okay. All right. So, what is that? Seven. Yeah. 
Okay, so basically the shard of ice with extra propelling force comes flying out, shoving right into his gut. And I mean, it's just buried all the way through to his backside as he howls even more and claws at it, but he is now on the ground trying to remove this shard of ice from his abdomen as the other one starts to get up from the very far wall and is now running towards you again too. I'm strength is nice on the burn. Can I try to counterattack on well I guess I'm just doing defense He's running at you full force. He seems to be very, very fast and agile. Uh, brace for the attack. Uh, you can try to... Uh, uh, force push. Roll... Roll for... Quick response on your defense. Okay, so this guy basically just runs up and he slams his fist full force into your ice barrier, exploding it apart. So the two of you are exposed now and surrounded by slush and ice and this thing that's sitting on the ground seems to be looking at you directly as he is clawing at this ice that is now melting in his gut. But you notice that it's kind of like healing really quickly around the ice. And the commander is stepping closer to join them. Now the Iron Guardian starts to thunder across the room, stepping closer and closer to the Braggadoche one. Who's still in the wall? I thought you said you had something to show me. Now's your time. Now's your chance. I'm waiting. Show me what you got, or you can save your allies and tell me where I can find Magnus. As he's speaking, she's going to actually like flick her wrist to electro-whip his groin. Okay, try for quick. All about flashing, come on. Want to move faster than he can see. Alright, fine. Come on, guys. So, three? The whip starts to crack across the ground kind of slaps into the armored leg a little bit. He laughs. Go figure. <laughs> Again, I'm telling you, you can save your allies right now before they are eviscerated by my team, and you can tell me where I can find Magnus. It's up to you. Do you sacrifice yourself well, like any good commander, do you save your team? Like any good commander, I never betray my leader. Mm. As a war veteran, as I've heard about your record, I heard that you did almost anything to try and save those underneath your command, and your friends are not going to last long. I can guarantee you that. I have my faith in them. 
So you're rejecting both compels? I'm um, using uh, the one compel to reject the other, yes. Because my mission is here. All right. This is my mission. So, I come back either dead or alive. That's how it goes. The hound is now back on its feet running directly at Hydro. He wants a piece of your hide. Can I use my water form to evade the attack? Mm, or, you haven't directly skill set that, but we can say that you can use it in the fast healing context. So as he runs towards you, he slashes a few times into your abdomen and into your arm, which seems to kind of like splash, but it still seems to hurt you as you scream from the, the sudden pain of it. Okay. How much damage? Take three shifts damage. Yes. That's got sharp claws. And the black suit figure starts to maneuver towards you, swinging wildly from web to web, moving directly at you. out and you go to pull him in and as you pull him in he also kicks you on the side of the head taking two shift damage. The way, the way damage works is you absorb it as, one, it, as it's rated. Stress goes away at the end of combat. These right. take a while to heal. So you're going to want to say one and two. Uh, or no, no, no. It's, it's two points of damage so she can have the total two. six stress before you go to consequences. Right, you yeah. know, I don't consequences. I'm yeah, so, two. yeah, so you can take two points and have that one crossed out, and then you should have your one and your three to use as needed. Now, like for example, the one can only take one, right. and you can't get, you can't uh, divvy up any other different So for, yeah, he just got hit with three, so he either A could have split it between one and two, or like he did, he put it straight on three. Okay, so now the armored figure starts to move even closer to Jewel. Your friends aren't faring very well at all. Do you even care if they die? Oh, I care. But my orders come before that. And my orders That sounds like Magnus to me, taking his own priorities above the lives of his own people. The few shall benefit the many. If that's your priority, I guess I have no choice but to come at you full force instead of playing around. You must do what you must do. He reaches up. Fist is ready. It's coming down at you quick. Yeah. What do you do? You have a split second to react to use your electric yeah, reactions. I, was, I am going to try to... Uh, Make a, a, a flash to throw off his targeting enough. Alright, roll for flashing. Six. Six, okay, so basically this large flash happens, you roll it out of the way? Uh, yeah, I use it to, to throw off his targeting enough. So, so basically he's blinded for a second, you roll out of the way, you're now back on your feet, 
But you notice now that the man in the white weight black armor with the red star standing right in front of you, and he speaks to you and says, you need to start thinking clearly. And who are you? I'm the man trying to save your life. And your name would be? They call me Nimrod. As in the great hunter. But I know who that is. No, not yet. Okay. We're learning. <laughs> yeah. Try to learn as you go. Doesn't seem to carry any weapons. Yeah. At all. Just a solid athletic individual. But he seems to command respect from everyone in the room, including Director Stark. Probably sitting there holding your face because he kicked you pretty good on the side of the face. You didn't like that; it hurt. Do I have any? Um, do I have enough strength to try and go invisible? Yeah, try. Try and roll for uh, sneaky. So, so two. Two. Basically, you evade you. Uh, nobody knows quite where you are, but they know where you last were. So they're trying to figure out. She a teleporter? Yeah. Did she just disappear? So the man in the black suit standing there, and he's kind of like looking around, but he seems to have some awareness that you're not quite gone. He just can't quite see where you are, but he seems to have an awareness. Okay. Is that the dude talking to him? No, that is the dude with the uh, multiple eyes and the spider legs coming out. Of oh, him. okay. Now, still in a feral rage, the hound is coming at you again. He says it's never going to end until you give him what you owe him. Which is a piece of your hide. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Both. <laughs> you can give him a piece of your eyes. Um. Yeah. You can tell him to bite. He lunges right at you full force, both fists. In front of him, he seems to just completely be diving directly into you with all six claws. Tell him to bite in a shiny middle white wrong basket. Drop to the ground. Roll back and kick and him over you. Kick him over me. Okay, so roll for... Roll for... Quick. Basically, you drop back, and he doesn't hit you because you just kind of land on your back. Uh, it hurts you a little. Like, ow, what the fuck was I, or what the heck was I just thinking? Um, and he launches over you, but he's rebounding off the wall, coming at you again. Mm -hmm. uh, with all six claws right in front of him. Just like a javelin, a living rage-filled javelin launching right at you. Gonna roll. Roll for quick. Yep. And he impales directly into you. I mean, just driving both of your shoulders into the ground. He has you pinned with all the claws into your shoulders. And go ahead and take... Negative three. No, negative two. 
Uh, go ahead and say that you're going to take a consequence injury, uh, damaged shoulders. It's just negative two, it's either shoulder, uh, stabbed through you, but your, your basic biology is trying to already heal from it. Okay. If you want to activate any healing after you figure out how to not continue to take damage from this guy. Yeah. Okay. Does it have a telekinetic weapon? Uh-huh. Um, I want to try and use anything in the room and just start hurling it at the spider dude. Okay. Uh, do that with uh, forceful. So one. Yes. Probably just like. Eh. <laughs> but you notice that at the same time, somebody directly that you care about is being injured and hurt, and you try to take a leadership role in the room to try and save everyone. So right now I'm going to compel you to try and get everyone out of there. You need to lead your people away from this dangerous situation. You need to get them out. Well, I know he ain't going to leave. I can try and convince um, Hydra to leave if he can get off the If you're floor. forceful enough, some people don't have to agree with you if you think it's a better idea for you to be out of this situation. I really think we should leave if we can. You got push and pull long range. Start leaving them just pull them. <laughs> Causing more damage to Hydra. You demand respect, and those who leave don't get respect. No one can run from battle or else they lose their respect, right? Mm, yep. Sometimes the best way to win is to disappear. And it has to be gold. <laughs> yeah. Is there a gold die on the floor over there? Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see the middle. So you need to get everybody out. You need to try and figure out how to save them. You know your best idea is to disappear. And you, you need to get this job done. Not sure you do. need to succeed and get respect from your Lord Magnus. Oh, yeah. Basically, the hound, as he's sitting there biting at Hydro's face, he's got his claws dug deep into his shoulders. This invisible thing grabs him and just throws him at the window in the room. And it seems to break and give way as he falls out the window. 
and away from the room. For an EMP. That was something. Yep. Seven mm -hmm. on EMP. Mm -hmm. That's after I spent the fate. Okay, so. That's after you spent the fate? Okay, so you throw down an EMP and you notice that one arm and the two legs of the Iron Guardian suit seem to be moving out of sequence. They're stumbling back, but he seems to be sitting there rerouting his power supply as he stumbles backwards. Right. Anyone else with power suits in the room? <laughs> They'd be short circuiting too. Nope. Uh, Wolverine's headgear. Just or this one. Or a dog hound's not in the room anymore. Hound is out the window. Uh, maybe the spider guy sitting there, his eyes seem to be focusing in weird ways. I run over to Hydro and pick him up. Like I'm shouldering him, or he's shouldering on me. And I try to, I tell him that we really need to go. All of a sudden, to calm in your ear, you start to hear static, and then all of a sudden, Schiff comes in and he says, Guys, guys, I swear I saw something. Y'all need to get out of there now. Like, death is coming for you. I'm not even kidding. Like, this thing, it was so big, it was so nasty. I mean, it was going to eat every single one of you alive. Y'all need to get out of there. Come on now. Um, I tell him to guide the plane to the window we're at. Mm -hmm. Where the thing just flew out. And we're going to jump. Okay, so they're both lining up to jump out the window as these other two people are kind of out of focus. And the man who stands there silently seems to continue to stand there silently. He wants to see you escape, but he doesn't want to see anybody continue to damage themselves. So he just continues a stoic stance, staring at you, almost recording every move that you make. Yeah. Well, I help Hydro to a window, and the plane is shift there. Yeah, he's, he's hovering right outside. He's screaming. You can see him, like, in the cockpit. He's, like, dancing back and forth. He's like, come on, yo, come on! Is, is like, the, is it, okay, I know. Bay is open. Yeah, All you okay. have to do is just, like, jump out this window and make it back into that bay door. So, roll for, uh... Careful? Roll for careful. Both of you roll for careful. I'm going to use my life yes! to try to pry the helmet. Five. Of the Iron Guardian. Five. What did you get? Uh, zero. Zero. Basically, as you're jumping out of the window, Hydro kind of like slips and starts to fall, but you use your force to just shove him into the flight carrier, and you've already managed to get yourself in there as well. And what? You're using your electrolyte to do to pry the helmet off? Yeah. And you're trying to do that in a flashy way? Yeah. So, basically, your whip starts to extend from you. His arms and legs seem to have regained themselves. He grabs your whip again, slinging you around in circles above his head as he throws you into the window across the room, and you crack the window behind you, slumping down to the ground, taking... Take one consequence of concussion. Okay. Uh, so. So y'all are in the plane. He's in the med bay. I'm with shift in the. Shift sitting there. Shift's like, yo, what about that that chick right there? I mean, I mean, we did come together, right? Do we have weapons on the Quinjet? <laughs> um. Or the what a smart jet. Tell you what, uh, the skim, the smart skimmer has. 
two repeater barrels, uh, so basically machine guns that he can use uh, to at least distract fire. Okay, so either me or Ship can do it. Yeah, yeah, I'll just start opening fire, like bullets are flying in. Doesn't really seem to be doing any damage to anybody, but it is throwing them off. They're trying to evade this gunfire, and you're still sitting there. And I'm like screaming in his calm if he it's still working to leave now and get on the plane. I might can tell you to trust her to put on my static armor. Uh, you can hear, you can I see can, her. She's like sitting in a plane right on the other side of a window from you, saying, "Get up, you D B, and get in this plane right now. It's not worth your life. If you die, you still fail your mission." But I don't have to face the wrath of Lord Magnus. Alright, so what are you But he doesn't know on her though. Oh, we all still know. Huh. What, are you telekinetic or telepathic now? He's got them. No, he's telekinetic. Lord Magnus has uh, power to control magnetism, but he does have three young girls that seem to always be around him. They all look exactly the same with short blonde hair and glowing blue eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know who they are. It's just three, not five? That's three and one at this point in time. Oh, okay. As they call them. Ah, uh, yeah. So he may know about it if he's trying to focus on it, but... Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's focusing on this event. Or he may or may not care where he's at. <laughs> pretty sure. He's I got them focusing on me, because I'm trying to take out... Depends on what episode they're on. Of the gun so basically, as these gunfires wrapping in, you notice that the large armor's chest plate starts to open up, and this uh, focused cylinder starts to like shift in front, and a light, yeah. bright blue force seems to be emanating from that, and it seems to be charging, making an audible noise. This and it's like powering up all the air around you. Seems to almost taste electric. And Can I so electro whip the source of where that of where that's coming from to try to force it to backfire? Because I can't give up. You can you can roll for uh, let's say quick. You gotta do it quick before he gets it to where it's gonna bite um, you. I say if he doesn't get on the plane in the next fifteen minutes, we're gone. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good long, that's time. A long go. time. All right, go ahead. Every action is like six seconds. You know that, right? That's forever. She's, she's, she's I can you, die. Let's say you're given five minutes. Okay, five minutes. I can die many times over before that still. What are you compelling with? Respect. respect. You really want respect? You better get it now. <laughs> well, it's not like I can. All right, so. Not like I can really not. Need. He would respect you if you managed to destroy that thing, but he would also respect you if you left. Alright, I guess that's what I'll do. I'll electro-whip it to try to force it to blow up in his face as I have to run out this damn thing. Uh-oh. Well, I was going to count that as a three, but it was a plus over here. Well, fell off the table. I don't count it. We'll give you a three on that. Uh, uh, so basically, your whip leeches well, out towards him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to burn this on it, too. 
So basically your whip lashes out towards his reactor in his chest mm -hmm. as it sparks open. And as soon as your whip touches it, it just opens full force and it blasts at you full force. Right. And so basically you, the window, everything is launched outside how many, and you uh, are falling quick. Because I still have this action. How many uh, points of shift is that against me? Go ahead and take a severe burn to your arm. That's how many I, I, I got another ship so I can... Because this will prevent a lot of it if I make the... Three shifts. The three shifts? Oh, okay. So you are now falling towards the ground, the river. Son uh, of a bitch! Okay. Basically, shift is maneuvering the plane, and they angle it to catch you in the bay door as you are falling down horribly beaten. Yeah. You need to go ahead and take a burn damage. Three stress. Fine, I'll take burn on the monitor. I tell uh, Shift to go in stealth mode because if not, we're not getting away. Okay, so he's activated stealth mode. Seems to be low, running low on power though. Uh, so it's flickering in and out as y'all are flying away. Uh, but nobody seems to be following you. You you look back at the building, you see that there's this guy that's just manually climbing up the side of the building, stabbing into the side of it, looking at the plane as it flies away, howling. And the other characters seem to be standing in the broken window, looking on as you fly away. I crawl over to the battery and start juicing it. Okay, so now the, uh, the, the stealth mode seems to work completely. And you've got a few choices. You can either try and meet Forge down in Florida to try and get onto the the ship to be uh, smuggled out of America, or you can try to regroup and reattack where you know exactly where Stark is. Well, I have to regroup and reattack. I can't go back like this without something. Outside one of the other windows, though, you do notice that that scientist that you saw before seems to have that harness on. It's glowing bright green, and he's waving at you waving as you at leave. <laughs> I don't know if he can see you or not. Maybe reading radiation signatures or something of that nature, but he is waving, and it is pretty creepy as he smiles. I say we get more help. Than just yeah. us three. We need more. Need more than just us. We need some more help. Yeah, we we need, need some mutants that are willing to fight. So you want to go try and meet with Forge down in Florida? He's the only source of large amounts of mutants that you know at this point. I yeah. say yes. Yeah. Okay, so. in Florida, yeah. Shift's going to go ahead and set course uh, for for Florida. He's he's going to go ahead and take the pilot's position as you all seem to be damaged pretty good. And you can go ahead and remove this because the scene's over. You can go ahead and put this into a bandaged heel and heal. Uh, you can go ahead and drop that into sore shoulders. They just seem to have like a hitch in their giddy up. So now as y'all are all sitting there, it's a relatively small ship, you're looking at each other. He, she, 
is livid that she had to leave, that she was forced yeah. out of that situation, and she failed. And y'all are pretty pissed that you almost died because she wouldn't help y'all escape. <laughs> so y'all are all just sitting there. Y'all want to try and talk about that, that what just happened to you because of each and one of your decisions. Force as a leader, I would think, would be pretty mad that this person is not trying to comply into a team role. You say you're all about the mutants, but you're all about yourself. That's not a team mentality. You don't like the way that she's talking to you because it doesn't seem like you get the respect for being the decorated warrior that you are. I've fought more wars than you can imagine. Well, I should say more battles. You want to talk about fights? I've been down here on the ground. Resistance fighter. You've been I've been on the ground too. Yeah, five years. Yeah, in the lap of luxury while we've been over here there starving. There wasn't luxury in the ground. That's what I heard. Okay. Become the second commander. You give yeah. us half the equipment that you have on you, and we could do so much more over here. What equipment is on me? Other than my clothing, what do you see? The communicators? It's a simple cell phone. Yeah. You do remember that he had some sort of a strange metallic disc that was being used during the battle that seemed to react to his her powers directly. And you notice that she probably didn't build it herself. It was probably a gift or a reward for action. It's just a metal disc, literally. No, it seems to be made out of sturdy equipment. It's just metal. That's it. Yeah. What type of metal? I'm not sure, but metal. Is it an alloy? Is it titanium? Is it steel? Does it seem to vibrate with frequencies? It definitely doesn't vibrate with frequencies. But you know, you don't have anything on you. You're wearing the rags that you came in. You have some sort of um, suit. suit, body suit, but it doesn't provide you much armor. No. I've been just barely getting by on the powers I was born with. Same here. Yeah, with a little help from Lord Magnus. If Magneto wants us fighting, Magneto needs to supply us. Not just us, whoever wants to fight. Because we're going to need more numbers. Not just us three. As a second commander in the Brotherhood, you know that you need to grow the ranks. You need to try and compel these people to work with you. You need them to be a part of the Brotherhood. Because without them, you can't join up. You can't make sure that things happen by yourself. Any good commander knows that they need a good unit. And we walked away with only 100 people when we could have walked away with more. All because of you. Because of me. We didn't turn back to get more. Where were you in that situation? But I digress. Resistance and care, you, know. you take a serious offense at the fact that you couldn't save those people that you were giving care to and food to for months on end. You have no idea what we've gone through. None whatsoever. You weren't there. 
I was here. Not helping with the resistance, doing your own bidding. Or maybe the bidding of your leader. He doesn't care. All he wants is more power. No, he wants all of us leaders to be free. As an aspiring hero, you need to try and help people understand your opinion that sometimes it's about how you do things, not what you do, but the way that you carry yourself. Granddaddy always said, it matters how you do it. We don't sacrifice people. Thanks. I wasn't sacrificing anyone by my son. Really? You almost sacrificed both of us to that fight. In order to get what you really want. No. As a war veteran, you remember times when fight. people were dying all around you. You know the sacrifices that people have given in the name of Magnus's war. I know the sacrifices. I know the feel of loss and pain and suffering. I've seen it for years. You think a concentration camp for us is anything? I've held our own brothers and sisters die in my arms. That is why I fight. With your urge to belong, you remember how much you felt a sense of belonging with the people that you were with, the ones that you had to leave behind because they were dead on the floor. <coughs> He's telling you, you don't know about it, but you just experienced it today. You have no idea what we've gone through either. You think the loss that we had earlier today was anything to the thousands that we've lost. Okay. I, I know the pain. How many free. of those people have you looked in the eyes of? How many of those people have you fed for months on end? How many have you told it's going to be okay, we're going to get you out of here, and only some of them survive? Thousands. Here, you need to remind him that at least when her, at least when she's with you, you do things the right way. You do things your way, or you're not going to help. You go on your own, and you think the force will come with you. You want troops? We need to do this our way. These people know us. They don't know you. They will fight with us. You want these soldiers? We do it our way. Or you're not coming. And you're not, you have no other means. Oh, I have plenty of means. But, you see, see her, like, really try to fight what she was, she's feeling at the moment. Um, but I will try your way. Because like I said, I want us all to be free in the land of Alabama. Where we don't have suffering, where we don't have hunger, where those brothers and sisters of ours
wants to make America that way too. No. As you're discussing everything, you notice the plane starts to shift and rattle. There's a lot of turbulence as if nobody's even in charge of flying the plane anymore. And as you look towards the cockpit, Shift is lying on the ground. His eyes are glowing bright red, and he seems to be convulsing and having a seizure. But nobody's flying the plane anymore, and it seems to be steering wildly out of control. You need to react quickly. I'm going to jump into the pilot seat. I'll jump into the co-pilot seat. Nope, I don't. Does any good crew stand behind him with one hand on each seat? And you notice that the child is still sitting there. His tongue is rolling back into his mouth. He's having a full-on seizure. Somebody needs to tend to him. I do. Um, as the caregiver. Okay, so you try to hold him still as he's shifting and, and, and almost like blurring out of, out of control. I mean, it seems phasing. weird. He's phasing in and out of reality as his eyes glow bright red. And he reaches out and he grabs your hand and you start to see exactly what he sees. And as you look forward, you see this vision of this man in green. He's got a hood pulled over his head and a metallic almost face. And within his grasp is this small device, a small circle and three uh, glowing lines coming out from that circle. And you know in that moment, because you can feel what Shift feels, that that device, whatever that is, you have to have that. Whatever it is, is necessary for you to have and you feel it deep within yourself that you must obtain whatever that is from that man. Just me? Yes, as he's grabbing your hand, you see what Shift sees. He okay. shifted you into the vision. Okay. So he starts to calm, his eyes start to fade as you've seen what he's seen, and you basically come out of that with the knowledge that there's a man in green hood, and he has this small device with, uh, it's like a circular with radiating lines out. You're okay. You seem to have some sort of knowledge after working with Forge for a long time on how to fly his his vehicles. Okay. I so this is I mean back. Yes, yours is had autopilot. He's okay, but we need to go back to Forge. There's something really important we need to discuss. Okay. So. We're headed towards Forge. You're heading towards Forge. you got to tell them about it, okay? So we're going to go ahead and end this scene. And, uh... Probably end it for the night. Yeah, it's probably good for the night. So, basically, you're closing in on your position in Florida. You're all come to grips with what you've seen, what you've heard, what you've experienced over the past day, and after knowing each other, as you're landing near the dock where Ford just sent you signal to meet him at, mm -hmm. um, where you can rally together. So off that, uh, you all have three bonus fate points now. Um, you can add that into your tally. Uh, you can think about ways to either improve yourself or add abilities to yourself or keep them on hand for times when you'll need an extra boost in power. Uh, you can also add one more aspect to yourself since you survived 
almost being completely obliterated. All right. That's on top of the two that we still had open from character creation that we were supposed to fill in. No, the, he's saying. Oh, aspect. Never mind. Well, he said aspect. He didn't say approaches. Approaches. That's what. Approaches. Okay. So, so, it, so you can add one to one of your approaches. You can add an aspect as you've now learned each other. So something based upon your experience that you've had with each other, something that happened after this day. All right, so you can add one to one of these, and you can also add a new aspect to yourself that defines how this experience may have affected you or how you feel new with the team that you're with. Uh, could be don't like her, or it could be don't want to be in a dangerous situation again, PTSD from experiencing some serious stuff, whatever your aspect you want to add on to it. So, will I just pick Defender? Since I'm essentially building myself to try to defend the team. Right, okay. Protector or Guardian? Yeah, you can uh, put Slash um, But yeah, basically, just yeah. put like slash protector of team or defense team. So one aspect, one approach, and you can tally your fate into the uh, your new tally that you have on hand, your crystals. Thank you for listening to another episode of Saturday Night Gaming. Be sure to like, share, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, and now on iTunes and Google Play.